0: should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com
1: slash with Amex.
2: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast!
1: Welcome to Locatora Radio, Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're
0: Greetings, welcome inside hour two, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. You? Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying. Should be. Well, tonight is the night. I don't want to say tonight's really the first night of college football because we had Saturday last week. We had Caleb Williams and Sam Hartman. But, you know, on a Saturday, middle of the summer, now tonight feels like, hey, we got a lot of college football. We got a couple of big games going on, except half the country not getting to see the big game, which is Florida and Utah. Uh, right now, four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. You've been saying this all last hour because you don't need to see it because Utah has been in control of this game from the beginning, although Florida did just get a touchdown. Graham merch threw a touchdown. Uh, Two-point conversion make it 24-11, but it's still a 13-point lead by Utah with about four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Just a little bit about this game before we get to the whole controversy happening is that, you know, I know Billy Napier is just going to get killed uh, you know, for this game, and Florida is going to get killed. Look where they are now. They still they stink they're all of this uh time out for a second florida hasn't been a year in year out college football power in 15 years Right? You're going back to the end of the Urban Meyer era to say, hey, this is a national championship-type team that every year can go 11-1 and 1 or 10-2 and 2 and play in the CFP or play for the national championship. Right, That's the last time Florida was really that kind of team. Doesn't mean they haven't had great years since they have. They even had a big year under Dan Mullen, who is diagramming uh, how Florida is not doing well uh, at halftime of the game tonight, which is like me watching Adam Gates say, this is what Aaron Rodgers is not doing for the Jets. So I, I, I get that you know, Florida... Florida, oh, what's going on, what's going on? But this is not like a dip in recruiting. All right, This is not, hey, we've had a couple of down years. This is not Florida football anymore. This is not the Florida football that that you – the same thing we'll talk about in Nebraska coming up. This is not the Florida football that you and I grew up with that was Heisman Trophies and all kinds of offense and legendary games in the swamp and every year and Steve Spurrier and Danny Werfel and Terry Dean and Heisman Trophies. This is not that same team. This is not Tim Tebow and Chris Leak. This is not those teams. Not Chris Doring. This is not those teams. Florida has been, and every couple of years they're still pretty good, which is nice, right? But they're not an every-year power. Meanwhile, Utah – Utah's pretty good. They've won back-to-back Pac-12 championships. They're going for an unprecedented third Pac-12 championship in a row. Really a Pac-2 championship. But they're going for their third (laughs) straight Pac-12 championship. Utah is pretty good. Kyle Whittingham's a pretty good coach. This is a pretty good team, and they've been pretty good for a while. They should be winning this game. They're winning this game. There's two minutes left, and they're winning. I think we're asking the wrong questions here. But, you know, teams, you, you expect teams, even after 15 years of not being great, Great year and year. So, Oh no, no, we still got to get back to those salad days. Those days are gone, man. This is not two or three years. No, those days are gone. If you get them back, great. But you can't expect them to come back just because we're Florida. We'll get the recruitment. No, no, you had that time. Fifteen years ain't a blip on that uh, college football radar screen.
6: Well, it's like you and I ha- had been discussing a long time when everybody was calling for Jim Harbaugh's head at Michigan. You got to recognize what you are and what you've been. Doesn't mean you didn't have some big flashy seasons, right? Titles in the in the rearview mirror, but you were not a team that was winning nine, ten games a year. That was just not who you were. Huge brand, huge alumni base, all of that thing. Yes, absolutely, but not a consistent winner. For Florida, it's it's now flipped. Now, this is obviously a spot you go and you schedule one of the big boys right off the jump. Nah, eh, You know, what's why we've always had directional schools uh, in the mix in those first couple of weeks. Figure out what you are, figure out what you do well, and then start playing against some of these heavyweights. And that doesn't mean that Utah didn't make it interesting. It's almost like they were in cahoots saying, hey— you really wish you had that carriage rights now, don't you? Uh, but we'll get that in a minute. Um, but, like, for all of these these teams, and, you know, Bra- Nebraska, part of that as well, of you, you remember the history. We, we joked about it yesterday with Tom Osborne and those teams of all those years ago. You talk about Urban Meyer and that – fluff piece they did that whatever you can't really call that a documentary can you uh if you're going to leave out a, a lot of the stuff that was going on around there no you didn't
0: we're going to leave uh, out all the bad stuff how long's is the documentary it is eight minutes it's you winning the national championship winning it again you right. hug tebow they build the statue and we roll credits why what is
6: there a spot where the tight end would normally we can't talk about him you What know, if if we put all the bad <laughs> stuff in then we need six nights at three hours a night, we put the bad stuff in. Yeah, that's it. It's a fluff piece saying, hey, get them back on the sideline. But that's for a story for another time. But, again, those were the, the big days. The Heisman runs, the race towards national titles, cyclicality and the changing landscape of college football. But you know what? Here on this Thursday night, on this particular Thursday night, we celebrate it all. We celebrate their space on our televisions. You know why? Because you and I can actually watch these games and comment and boo and scream at the officials for missed calls live and in living color, not clicking the refresh button because, well, we don't have carriage. We'll see. That's the big thing you
0: said. You and I can see these games. Yes, right. every other person is not getting to see the big game of the night. Right? Is not getting to see Utah and Florida. Not getting to see it. Why? And this is this is like gamesmanship to the nth degree. At kickoff tonight of Florida and Utah, which is the big. You know, this the, tonight's the big. I, like I said, Saturday feels like it felt like an extra day, zero week of college football. The game in Dublin, but did it really feel like a game it was more? Hey, here's the pageantry wow, and college an football is back. You know, USC was playing. You knew they were going to roll over, so it was hard to look at that and say, "Hey, all right, this is this is just you know, hey, college football is back tonight." Wedged well, hey, your appetite, right? Got, you,
6: got you into some of your pregame rhythms, and yeah. uh, maybe got you out of a couple of to-do list things on the weekend because you had football to pay attention to. I got to watch about
0: that game in Dublin. Really? Who's playing? I don't know, but it's in Dublin, so I have to watch it. There's nothing I can do. I also
6: need to go buy some Smittics. yeah, <laughs> and some Guinness. Let's get it on. <laughs>
0: uh, but right before kickoff, Utah and Florida tonight. Again, less than two minutes left to go. Utah has the football. They are going to be kneeling on it. They're going to beat Florida 24-11. Just at kickoff, Spectrum, the second largest cable carrier in the United States behind Comcast. They've been at war with Disney about their programming and pricing and tiers. And look, every day you can get on the Internet and find a big topic about, oh, cable prices and streaming and cutting the court. It's, it's everywhere, right? Every, you've heard, this is like five years about – five, ten years about cutting the court. We're cutting the – yes, yes, I understand. But this carriage dispute between Disney and Spectrum – Got to the point where Spectrum says we're drawing a line in the sand, and right up, and right at kickoff for Utah, Florida, if you had Spectrum like I do, big. Uh, notice comes up on your TV due to the uh, inability for us to come to an agreement with ESPN with, with uh, Disney uh, we're not going to be getting this te- this channel and they go into a whole big description of how we feel in this in the world right now that our asks shouldn't be too much and like they have this whole big plan oh, they yeah. open, this whole big scroll on the screen we want to know i want people to know exactly what we're thinking why why you decided to uh we feel draw terrible the line in the sand it. here yeah, yeah. 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 yeah we yeah we, cuz we don't care about you cuz if you cared about me the viewer you wouldn't do this right and this this is the other part we talked about this last hour. that So Spectrum is not carrying the game, and there's so many people that are upset. YouTube TV is trending. because This is where people are going to go because th- this is not – Spectrum, you're not going to win. No one is going to throw their arms around a cable company. They're going to throw their arms around who's giving me content that I want. Disney is, whether it's the TV shows, whether it's live sports, because not having ESPN if I'm a sports fan is a really big deal. So Spectrum is sitting here saying we're making the decision to do this, right before a game begins. If you cared about me, the viewer, you wouldn't do it. You would not do it. What you would do instead is you would do something like we're going to have a scroll on the bottom of the screen for the entire game. There's a big dispute going on. This is the last game you're going to see or something. We're going to have this up here while we're trying to, to get this deal. something where you make it look like, hey, we're trying to figure this out. Because what I look at now is they've just decided to make me mad and make me mad at Disney. Like that's what they have wanted to do. Not to try to solve this, but they said, OK, we can't do this. So now haha, we're going to drop your programming just when people want to see it. And Disney's going to say, so what you're going to do then is force people to find other ways to get our programming. Great, thank you very much. Appreciate it because that's what people are going to do. They're going to find their ways to get this. They're going to go and and uh, get get ESPN and bundle it with with Hulu and 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 whatever the, the third one is. It's ESPN Plus and 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 Hulu and something else and or Amazon, I think it is. Or they're going to go to YouTube TV. They're going to find something. They're going to find some way to get that because that's what people want. People want the programming. They don't care about the cable company. They're going to have loyalty to the cable company. Going, oh, I got to have No, what they're going to do then is say we're not going to have cable anymore. And all you're going to do is lose subscribers you're to lose subscribers people are going to go more a la carte and it's just more of the leeching away from cable this is a decision that spectrum made that i don't understand because number one all it does is piss off people because i'm not mad at disney i'm mad at spectrum because who made the decision to not carry the game spectrum did Disney did not make this decision. I don't care whose fault it is. I just want the games on my TV. I don't think I'm different than anybody else in the country because we, we're dealing with a rapidly changing landscape on TV now where every day it's where is this show, where is this now, is this on TV, do I have this system, do I have it? We're dealing with this every bleeping day. And when you force people to make a choice, they're going to go to where I, Where can I get the content. They're not going to do it here. And I, and I, I mean it. People are going to get mad at Spectrum. No one's going to say I'm keeping Spectrum. Screw ESPN. Screw Disney. I don't care about watching Harry Potter on Freeform. They're going to say, that's what I have to find a way to watch. That's what it's going to be. A spectrum. I mean, they overplayed their hand and, and I don't think they, I don't think they see this resulting the way they think it's going to. They think it's going to wind up being Disney saying, "Hey, okay, 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 let's cut kind a of check, We'll do this, We'll do this." When in reality it's going to be the exact opposite.
6: No, and that's the thing, right Because the other options aren't cheap, right? I mean, I, I'm paying nearly double for youtube tv what i i did when it first was announced and i probably watch a third of the channels that i did back then again the if, if for those that know me uh if there's law and order i will find it if there is a, a spider-man movie I will find it if there's <laughs> Star Wars, <laughs> I will find it or the Matrix for that matter. I mean, there are a few things and, you know, a couple of movies here and there that that mix therein, in. But otherwise, it's live sports. I want live sports. I am not brand loyal to a cable company, right, because they sent me a sticker. Or for the first six months, they gave me $4 off or whatever the hell the deal was. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not sticking around. And in the assess blame, yes, in a real business sense, we can talk about the true value add for each of these channels to the average person's household. Well, the problem is you and I and people that live and breathe sports right we got Patrick and Steve and Chris you know that that's what we need to, to you know that's the lifeblood of what we do not just from a work perspective but who we are and then on the other spectrum you got the other folks who really couldn't care less about any of this <laughs> yet you're trying to get eight bucks ahead per month from every subscriber and so it becomes this difficult proposition and then we talk about switching costs And for the you know for the cost of a cup of coffee each month, you too can do well. That that's kind of where we're at. And for some folks, it doesn't matter. Just give me my, make the deal. Give me my sports. Otherwise, I gotta leave and I gotta go figure out where it is. That's really all it is. For Spectrum, for any of these companies, when you look at it, what's your value proposition? How do you explain it to your subscribers that stay? How do you explain it to the board and to the shareholders that uh, need to see big results on a quarter to quarter basis uh, as there's a mass exodus? Because, you know, live sporting events where the dollars and cents continues to grow time and time again, the only place where that is, uh, you don't have what I need anymore. So I got to go get my fix somewhere else. And that's where we're going and why we see the conferences trying to make all their power plays and build these rights. Pac-12 had the right idea. They just executed it terribly. Right. When it's all said and done, all all of these different entities going back to Major League Baseball and streaming out of town. Right. I'm a White Sox fan in Northern California. I want to be able to to listen to Farmio back in the day or watch Hawk scream. You got to be kidding me. Um, You know, you, you found a way to get in my wallet there. And bit by bit, we've seen that keep going now it's more bundling more specialization and how do we just nickel and dime it uh, to get you what you need and let's face it since most of it's done electronically and I'm not writing out a check like I might have done 20 years ago it don't matter that effort's gone right the switching cost effort is gone with three clicks of a mouse Twitter and how about a fresca
0: Mike at Swollen Dome the Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. I mean, this is, we're going to look back in five years, right? I I, I really know this is how it's going to go. In five years, we're going to look back and go, man, remember when college football, it was so much easier to get it on TV. All the games were on. I could see all the big games and instead now, if I want to see all of college football, I have to have the Big 12 package or I have to have the the not the Pac-12. Thing. I gotta have the Pac-1 package. Oh, well. I gotta have the ACC package. Just to get those games. I gotta have the SEC package. Or I have, the, I have to have the Big 12 package. We're gonna have at least three NBA rights. Same thing with Major League Baseball because all these rights are coming up in the next couple of years. But we're gonna say, remember those days. Remember when it, when it was so for the longest time it was so easy to get games and we knew we were guaranteed to watch all these games. And because this is now, you you see it changing. You see this ridiculous power. Play play that spectrum's pot trying to pull it's all it does is piss people off and is going to push people to YouTube and do do other things and that's what's going to happen and it's more, look it's not just death of cable this is uh, this is just you know the, the landscape of sports television we're not going to recognize it man we're getting you think it's oh here oh it's nice and Amazon has the one game a week that's nice and oh it's kind of fun and quirky we can make fun and Al Michaels doesn't like to get yeah you just wait until the next time NFL rights come and Amazon has all the games on Sunday and wait, you mean wait you mean. Amazon is $150 a month? Yep. Got it for all you. But I only want it. Doesn't matter. Amazon's $150. You wait because that's where we're headed. And a night like tonight is another night that just hastens that development easy. Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike, it's Swollen Dome, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the tireact.com studios. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn. That's right, everything you earn doubled. Seriously, see terms, check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. We'll have more on the night in college football coming up, including, I don't know, and I, I know I'm prisoner of the moment here because yep. I just saw it. I mean, but you, I I'm do where not with you. I don't know that I have seen a better toe tap in my life than what just happened in Nebraska and Minnesota where Minnesota ties the game at 10 apiece. I I don't know that I've ever seen a more impressive toe tap in my life than that play. We'll talk about it. You'll hear it coming up next right here. Jason and Mike
5: Fox.
0: Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Do you
3: love Selena?
0: Like,
4: really love?
3: Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
5: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. At the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically double all the cash back you earn. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Right now. Full drama. Gus Johnson doing Gus Johnson things yes, right is. now. Nebraska and he makes Nebraska the arms are flailing. He's making Nebraska, Minnesota sound like <laughs> Ohio State, Michigan. Uh five seconds to go. Minnesota has called timeout. They'll be kicking a forty-nine yard field goal. To win this game over Nebraska, it is a 10-10 game. Minnesota scoring a touchdown to tie it at 10, a fourth down pass that we're going to get to in a second in a big way, trust me. And then Jeff Sims throws his third interception of the night. Minnesota drives down the field. They've had just enough to get into field goal range here on a fourth and two, three seconds left for a field goal that could win this game. Now, before we get to that, with we'll time it on the field. The touchdown that tied the game was a corner pattern in the end zone to Daniel Jackson. This is a throw that is, I, I want to say, it's its not an easy throw, but it's not that difficult to throw because Jackson's pretty wide open, right? It's a 13-yard uh, touchdown. And the ball is overthrown more than it should be because he's got three steps on the DB. And... He makes a catch, he makes a toe tap, and I get I am prisoner of the moment, but he makes a catch and a toe tap that may be the best toe tap I have ever seen in my life. It is so unbelievably impressive because what Jackson does is he catches the ball in midair with his right foot three feet over the out-of-bounds line. It's three feet past it. Like, it's three feet past it where, 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 where he catches the ball. There's no way he's coming down in bounds. And still, he catches the ball midair, again, three feet over out of bounds, and he drags, he gets his left foot down just enough for the catch. The referee is right on it. No, I don't know if the referee is right on We He just got lucky. But no, the referee no, no, is right on it. Signals a touchdown. And I said, oh, there's no way. That's good. They're going to look at that. That's not a touchdown. But I, I looked at it and I, I could not believe it. Because I'm looking at his right leg going, it's so far over the, over the <laughs> leg. He's never coming down. And still, he is able, with all his momentum going that way, to, to be able to get your left leg all the way back. And he's doing a split. He's doing like a yeah. forward backward split. And he's able to get his foot down. That is so so unbelievably impressive again I don't know I've ever seen a better one I, I really don't know I've ever seen a better one than that that was I've, I've seen I've seen the play like five times now I have no idea how you can have that kind of body control we say that all the time about wide receivers body control and XY and z and everything else and I look at that and I go I, I I don't know man I don't know how you have that kind of body control and can make that play it was Absolutely insane. I mean it. Seen a lot of toe taps, right? Santonio San Holmes toe tap for a touchdown to win the Super Bowl. That oh, was sure. great, right? Santonio San Holmes does that. But when you when you're extended that far out over over the out of bounds line and you still are able to get your left foot down, oh, man, that is unbelievable. Heisman Trophy, forget about Sam Hartman, who I told you was going to win it. No, 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 I'm voting for him for Heisman Trophy right now. Give me Jackson for the Heisman Trophy.
6: Sam Hartman, last week's news. Give me Jackson for the Heisman Trophy. Well, that's it, man. Oof. When you, you make a play like that, uh, body control, and, and that's why they're superhumans. Uh, not quite Spider-Man, but uh, doing doing Barishnikov stuff out there, out on the uh, the field, uh, with with that catch. I, I got to give the referee credit. Steely-eyed, watching uh, the feet. You know, we saw this a couple of weeks ago. Patrick Mahomes, right, did a uh, thing where he was half his body was out of bounds, but hadn't touched one of those. Ah, he's probably going to get drilled into the ground at some point. Uh, and then we'll have rule changes again related to quarterbacks. But same kind of thing. Drifting. It's like, alright, that foot's well out of bounds and somehow corrals the ball and you start seeing the turf flying up behind. It's like, wow. The the trail of black uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Rabbit food, gerbil food, whatever. starts rolling up. <laughs> the pellets are ready, man. Uh, and everybody's looking around going, did he really just did that? I mean, he really, really just was, did that.
0: It was insane. If you know what it felt, I felt like I'm watching that, watching the Odell Beckham catch. Like yeah, wow, he really I see that he really got that he really got that foot down. He really got that foot down. I, I really, I'm am still stunned. He was able to. I don't know how he. I don't know how he did it. I really don't know how he did it. Really
6: know he did it. You know what he did though? Mm. That was that's Man. what you really call putting your giant ore in. And rowing the damn boat that's what that's all about right there and you know what in the box score not in the highlights i think it's going to look like one of the greatest touchdown drives of the quarterbacks young life man (laughs) (laughs) pinpoint precision in the corner of the end zone that's all it's going to look at uh look like in the box score and in print but we see that video my goodness, you want to talk about a wide receiver uh, instilling a lot of confidence going for the rest of the season. How much freer do you feel as a quarterback? You got a guy to make a play like that. Never mind that he'd already been roughed up and beaten up by defensive backs with no calls going. Ah, that was kind of a Hail Mary. It's like, no, no, no. He grabbed his head and twisted it before the. Bu- now it doesn't matter. Incomplete. No, no, no. It's the old. We talked about it the other day the cheater's proof. There you go. He got his play. Uh, really I, I just i'm continuing to watch this
0: play this replay it is it really is it's difficult to fathom i don't know I, if there's, there's physical see the thing is is that there's smart plays that players make that really frustrate you right that's when a, sure. a player makes okay. a smart play so incredibly fr- Oh, why how does he how does he find the fifth receiver on that? How does he have that much time? How does Brady find his fifth target? a guy that's not even a wide receiver? He came out of the stands he's eating french fries he's not even wearing a uniform. He just caught a touchdown pass. I mean, there's that kind of impressive. And there's when you can do stuff physically that just makes you go, oh, it, it's, it's superhuman. You look like something that's absolutely superhuman. And that's what Jackson looked like on that catch. It was unreal. Now, did that end happily for Minnesota? 10-10, they were driving down for a field goal that could potentially win the game? Let's find out in what's trending right now with special delivery. Steve DeSager, who had a lot of money on this game. No, he had the true. under, <laughs> and he had Nebraska, and he was getting three points. Steve, how did you do?
8: <laughs> I'm just fine, thank you. Completely separate <laughs> from this game. On Fox right. TV, Minnesota kicks a 47-yard field goal on the final play to beat Nebraska 13-10. It was 3 nothing Gophers at the half. Husker's doing Husker things late in the game. Nebraska
6: <laughs> on its final
8: two possessions. Fumble, which led to a touchdown, and an interception, which led to the field goal. But Matt Rule has it all figured out, Steve. <laughs> He's a genius. Uh yeah. Well, they'll show up for the volleyball team. At least we know that. This is true. Fourteenth ranked Utah beat up Florida twenty-four to eleven. Ute's defense with five sacks. It was twenty four to three. Utah early in the fourth quarter. And the Utes were missing their star quarterback tonight. Cam Rising still out after he tore an ACL last season in the Rose Bowl. And so tonight's starter... On the first offensive play of the season through a 70-yard touchdown pass. Earlier on FS1, UCF beat Kent State 56-6. North Carolina State, a winner at UConn, 24-14. Arizona State has scored just before halftime to take a 21-7 lead on Southern Utah. It was 7-all in the second quarter. Victories tonight for UAB in Tulsa, for Missouri and Wake Forest. Wins for Western Michigan and Georgia State. Friday night on FS1, Michigan State will host Central Michigan. The Minnesota Vikings gave tight end T.J. Hawkinson a four-year extension. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup is day-to-day after a setback with his strained hamstring. To Major League Baseball, still a home run problem for Lance Lynn. He was the Dodgers' starting pitcher tonight. Braves up 7-1 in L.A. in the bottom of the fifth. You know, a lot of people thinking this is a playoff preview, and if they're going to give Lance Lynn starts in the postseason, I think this is a playoff preview. (laughs) (laughs) He gave up three homers in four and a third. Seven runs. He's done that before all year, Steve. Seven hits. Yeah, exactly. If you were to guess what pitcher in Major League Baseball has given up the home runs, first off, if you guessed any White Sox pitcher, you'd probably be right. You know
6: what, Steve? (laughs) How dare you?
8: Uh, Michael Kopech was not good in that category, or Lucas Giolito, but Lance Lynn better than them all. I think it's up to thirty-seven home runs. Thirty-seven. Shut up. Year. It's just in about twenty-seven starts. So if if you have a ticket for a Lance Lynn game, it's just part of the price of admission. Atlanta is leading seven-one in LA. Wait,
0: I think. I think if I'm looking, I see the I see the uh, the back of the ticket. If Lance Lynn starts this game, the potential for many balls to be hit into the crowd is yeah. great, especially in the bleachers. Please understand that if you get hit. With a home run ball, the Dodgers are not responsible. Okay, but well, Okay, so they have a big disclaimer on the yep. tickets now they for Lance the game. They should up the
8: prices so. of those home run yeah. seats they put yeah, in the first true. two rows of the uh, by the outfield wall. Yeah, we you guarantee you one prices. home run ball a game. <laughs> you could actually. Lance Lynn had an ERA of what six with the White Sox, but was four yeah. and zero this month after the trade. The old Lance Lynn showed up. <sighs> And Atlanta's just flat great. A win tonight would put them at 88-45. and This is the start of a four-game series in L.A. Ronald Acuna had a grand slam, 30th homer of the year. Austin Riley is 32nd home run. The only other game going, the Giants got a lot of unearned runs early, and they lead at San Diego 7-0 in the bottom of the sixth. Three early errors for the Padres. Miami beat Washington 6-1 today. Detroit down the Yankees in 10 innings, 4-3. Julie Ertz officially retired from soccer. And at basketball's World Cup, the U.S. plays Montenegro early Friday, then faces Lithuania on Sunday. After that, the quarterfinals. Today, Finland, with Lowry Marketing getting 34 points, beat Cape Verde and South Sudan, won at the Philippines. U.S. playing its games in Manila. Back to you.
0: Thanks a bunch, Steve-O. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the com studios. And uh, to, to get to this right here, Mike, because now we got to spend a little bit of time talking about Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska was winning this game the entire way. They were in control. Minnesota was not able to threaten. But how many times have you seen it? A team can't do anything for the first 58 wow. minutes. But those last two minutes, they look and they turn into world beaters. You well, know, three turnovers will do it for you as well. well but
6: also remember remember Nebraska's uh, touchdown. The most improbable, unlikely touchdown you will ever see in your life. Uh, When you have a halfback pass that actually rolls on the ground and rolls back up to the quarterback who finds a wide receiver because of the brokenness of the play standing with nobody within 20 yards of him. You'll never see that. You can't draw that up on the street let alone in a major college program game. So, the seven points, I put a giant asterisk on. They still count, <laughs> but
4: you know, for any
6: of the hey, they they led whatever else. I mean, that that was uh that's about a horseshoe stuck as high as you can right there.
0: I'll tell you this for Nebraska, because we have to explain Nebraska football to Millennials and Generation Z, because this they were on national television tonight, and people are watching Nebraska. I don't understand Nebraska. I see people older than me, and they get this wistful look in their eyes when they hear Nebraska. I don't understand Nebraska football. Come on, this is Scott Frost. They were terrible. Didn't he ever play there? I- People don't understand. Like, this is why I say they're sports Stonehenge's, right? Because Stonehenge is this crazy group of rocks that have been there for thousands of years. Nobody knows why they're there, yet they seem to have some kind of fascination, even though no one understands why. That's things like Nebraska football. Why is there still this fascination with Nebraska football? Well, because Nebraska football, Indiana basketball, uh, you know, they're Stonehenge's. They are the relics of a bygone era. And they have a and- lot of
6: alumni. Yeah, and, very and, and, large and, alumni base, you know, so they don't forget.
0: Fans don't understand, you know, don't because don't how much of a big deal and how great Nebraska used to be. That in the '80s and '90s and early 2000s, Nebraska was it. Oklahoma, Nebraska was always the biggest game of the year in college football because the winner of that game was always going to play in the national championship. It's not like well, some years Michigan, Ohio State is good. Some some years Alabama, I Auburn. Mean, no, every year. Nebraska, Oklahoma. One of them was playing for the national championship. They had Heisman Trophy candidates. They had quarterbacks like Turner Gill and Steve Taylor and Eric Crouch and running backs who would be candidates for the Heisman Trophy every year, whether it's Mike Rozier or somebody else. This was Nebraska football, and they would put 50, 60, 70 points up every week. They didn't care. They would run a wishbone offense with three running backs. Tom Osborne, Senator, House of Representatives, whatever it was. Oh, you mean the guy coached? Yes, he coached Nebraska. And they were terrific, and they would score every every week, and they would have two 200-yard runners every week, and they were so good for so long, and now Nebraska football just looks like Rutgers football, and it's been that <laughs> way for a while, and I know that that the whole Scott Frost era was, oh, maybe Scott Frost wasn't up to it, and all that, yeah, and no, I get it, but you watch Nebraska open up things tonight, you know, scoring 10 points against Nebraska, yeah. when this used to be an offense that would sledgehammer people, and instead now people think, oh, that, that volleyball school, they have a football team too? Really? That, they, they had 92,000? of People in that game, they have a football team. Nebraska plays. I didn't know. I thought they just played volleyball. I didn't know they played football there too. I mean, it's it's a sports. To, Nebraska is such a relic of a bygone era in college football when Nebraska was it when they controlled everything. Like I always rooted for Nebraska when they played Oklahoma. I don't know why. I just did. I mean, there's no, I mean, when I'm growing up and it's Oklahoma Nebraska, it's always on a rainy field the day after Thanksgiving or two days after Thanksgiving, and 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 the, the field is just so wet and there's gr- there's rain everywhere and pitch-outs get fumbled. That was always the biggest play of the game. If somebody fumbled, you turned it over. I mean, that was always the nadir of college football, Oklahoma-Nebraska. And Oklahoma has found a way to sustain it at least a little bit better. Uh, You know, they're not year in and year out great, but they're year in and year out, they're still really, really good. And they have a national championship in the past 20 years. But Nebraska football is just, why why do they matter? I mean, people are watching them for the first and only time this year because it's the game on national TV because half the country didn't get Utah and Florida because of Spectrum. So they're watching this game and they go, wow, Nebraska, okay, they were a big deal. Yes. They, you, once upon a time, they were a big deal. Just like the Jedi would tell stories to the younglings of, oh, 10,000 years <laughs> ago, the Jedi were very important. Let me tell you why. I'm going to sit here and tell stories to my daughter and her friends. They'll be out in the pool in the backyard, and I'm going to say, I want to tell you all about how important Nebraska football used to be. And they're going to go, what? Yes, yes. Let me sit and tell you about the 1987 Oklahoma-Nebraska game and what happened when, when a young quarterback named Turner Gill decided to. I mean, that's how I'm going to talk about Nebraska because it feels like it's that long ago for them.
6: Ne- Nicely done. Yeah, we're in mid-season form because people are starting to do Zapruder film shots of uh, would-be touchdowns and would-be false starts and all of these things. So the officials, we did get Gus Johnson to call a game winner on one on night one for Fox. So, I mean, that's about as good as it gets. Uh, the agony and the ecstasy yesterday, 92,003 people uh, to watch volleyball and wins and straight sets. And now this, the futility. Ready? Here's your stat. Nebraska, the last Five years, twenty-six one-score losses. Seventeen of those were second-half collapses. Mm. Seventeen losses in the last five years where they led at halftime. Meanwhile, P.J. Fleck, forty-one and four when leading at half. Mm. Ah, unbelievable. Absolutely
0: unbelievable. I, I this this is this is such a stunt and I feel bad because I love nah. I always because I, I used to love watching Nebraska just roll over people. Here is an eighty yard touchdown run coming your way. Nope, there it goes. Now and I you feel, also used I, to like cable. It's very <laughs> that's <laughs> Yes. I used to watch Hannah Montana. Now I don't anymore. Yes, I used to have ca- I, I, you cable. You know, what, we recently the- revisited that. There's a lot of genius <laughs> in that show. Cable, Nebraska football, you know, all the same. That's how it is. All the same. Uh, Twitter at How About Afresca? Fresca. Mike, gets Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Coming up next, we stay with college football and some of the drama we saw tonight. There is one team that is never going to do anything again after what happened tonight. What is it? We'll tell you next right here. This is Fox.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
7: Dynasty the King.
5: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Tyrac.com studios. We're in the game, well, okay, we're in a game half of America got to see tonight. Uh, The other half just didn't get to see it (laughs) Uh, because of a dispute between Spectrum dispute. and Disney, Utah wins the game of the night in college football. They beat Florida 24-11, to 11, and already the reaction for this game, I, it, it's, it's insane. Florida goes out of state for an opening game on the road for the first time in over 30 years. They lose tonight to Utah. Just like they lost in 1991, <laughs> when they came to Syracuse and they left with a big fat L. Look yeah, that, buddy. 32 years ago. Yeah, buddy. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. That was the great. That's the greatest dome memory I have, of college of of, of college football to Syracuse winning that game. I mean, Florida was in 1991. your final. Uh, opening opening play of the game, we ran a reverse on the kickoff, and Kirby Dardar, who was supposed to be nice. a great player, but ne- he ran a reverse, ran in for a touchdown. We get off the field. George Rooks sacks Shane Matthews. I still remember the game. George Rooks sacks Shane Matthews. They have to punt. We go down and score again. It's 14 nothing, And all those Florida fans that showed up on campus walking around like they <laughs> owned the place. I was like, they're wearing their Florida earrings and all. They're get You walk around, this is your campus. You're going home with a big, fat L. And that's what happened 30 years ago. It's what happened. Tonight, it'll be another 30 years before Florida opens up on the road outside of the state of Florida again. Not
6: going to happen again, Mike Harmon. Not going to happen. Well, I will say this. uh, The likelihood of a rebound like Shane Matthews had to lead them to an SEC title Ain't going to happen with this Florida team. (laughs) All right? Ain't going to happen with this Florida team. Uh, Because, you know, you can make the running jokes. Well, two years later, he brought that ineptitude and willingness to be sacked to the Bears. No, 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 but he had some college greatness before that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's great that we, uh, we could have a little bit of fun with our guy Todd Furman in on X at How About a Fresca at Swollen Dome uh, with pictures of Donovan McNabb and all of that going back to those Syracuse days, right? Obviously, that's a little earlier than McNabb was there. But uh, just you, you start thinking about those squads. But the fact that you hadn't done it for 32 years, which means you and I will be dead before they do it again, <laughs> spur your shot. Well, not, not last time we're going to Syracuse, not going there anymore. That's not going to happen.
0: Now, the whole thing is now you look at, at, at Florida, and everybody's crazed about Florida losing opening week. This is what's supposed to happen. Okay, I mean Utah is pretty good. They won. They won the Pac twelve kind of the last deal. two years. Yeah. <laughs> the you know it's it's kind of like with Nebraska, but not quite. Where Nebraska is a relic of a bygone era. Florida Gator fans are still completely unreasonable because they think why isn't life still like it was fifteen years ago? Why 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 are we not winning championships? Why are we not doing that? Why why why? I don't understand. I don't understand. When the new normal is. You haven't been year-in and year-out dominant since you had Urban Meyer. Every couple of years, once once every three, four years, you have a big year, right? Which is great, right? Celebrate that. But it's like... It's like fans think, oh, because we were like that for so long, we just have to get back to that. Those days are gone. They're not coming back. Now, could you get to a run a couple of years in a row where you win a bunch of games? Yeah, you get the right guys in place, but it's not going to be like it was. And just understand that some years are going to be okay. Some years are going to be bad. Once in a while, you have a really good year. That's the new normal for Florida. But to expect them to be the rock stars of college football, not happen anymore. They used to be, not anymore.
6: Yeah, changing landscape, changing game, deeper, conference, all of those things. Uh, But after this game, they might actually get uh, taunted a bit. The the only thing on the schedule before their bye week in mid-October is a date against Tennessee that's in Gainesville. Otherwise, they could run off a bunch of wins here, and people could start feeling chesty before they get their ass handed to them on the back end of the schedule. Is Eric Rett running for them again? I don't think he is. I don't think he is. Nicely done. More big
0: college football reacts next. Keep it here, Fox.
4: to start listening.